Hey, prayer podcast family. It is Shayna of the prayer podcast, and I am here for another episode in this good old new year, 2019. I'm going to keep saying it because it's kind of surreal. It's like, gosh, 2018 went by too fast, Jesus. But here we are, honey. So we're going to make it work. We're going to make it do what it do. Um, Today's verse is Micah 7, verse 7. So I guess today's, you know, scripture is the book of Micah. Chapter 7, verse 7. And it's so funny, this is an aside, but before I started really reading the Bible, I didn't realize how many people that I knew that names were biblical. They ain't really act biblical. <laughs> Granted, I met them in college, but that's a different story. But it's really interesting to be like, oh, your name's in the Bible. I didn't know that because I never, I guess, took the time out to read the Bible for myself. So that's one fun little, um, I don't know, antidote, side note. Something I learned <laughs> that I know a lot of biblical name folks um, and their names have meanings. And I think that's super cool. So uh, if you're pregnant, think about what names mean and maybe find a cool name in the Bible. Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> Just a thought. Uh, before we go into the prayer, I want to be sure that you guys are following me on Instagram at the prayer podcast. That's just sharing the podcast with a friend or family member, which is why I call each other, why we call each other family, friends and family. And that we are expanding that prayer podcast family to help people get more comfortable uh, in prayer, praying and knowing the power of prayer. That's a super attainable and it's supposed to be something that we do constantly. The Bible tells us to pray without ceasing. So to understand what that means, does that mean that we are saying these big, long soliloquies? No, it means that our conversation with Christ all day long is a prayer. So I hope this can help you on that journey. Um, something that I wanted to give you guys your call of action, some maybe steps you can take about prayer and learning how to pray more, um, and more efficiently and more feeling like yourself in prayer. Of course, I have a lot of songs you can listen to or books you can read. Um, but I thought one cool thing that we want to do today is reading a lot of different, um, versions of the same scripture, especially if it's a short scripture like My- Micah 7 7, reading it in different translations is really helpful to you getting the fullness of it. And maybe one translation speaks more to you than another. I really like the message or the uh, New Living. King James, I think, really orients us in historical times. And if we're looking for the uh, depth of verbiage, the words to really ring true, I like to look at the King James, but it's a lot more challenging for me to read so maybe that's a little tip to pull it up on the bible app you can see all the translations like literally one after another on the same page which is what i'm looking at right now biblehub.com and then one thing i thought was interesting i read on instagram i'm on instagram a lot so i'm gonna work on that too maybe i'm not i don't know but i saw that this girl's caption was peace of mind is how you secure the bag or the real bag to secure is peace of mind or something like that and when somebody says secure the bag, it just basically means like making sure that their money is right and safe and secure. And I like the idea because we always talk about getting to money or success or prospering or in a financial, tangible terms. But I promise you, from my own experience, but really from the words of wiser women and men in my life, that peace of mind and self-love and calm and lack of chaos and drama is really so valuable that we should not see valuables as things that you need to have insurance on. Diamonds and cars and homes. like Those are valuable to the world, but what's valuable to Christians 
is our character and our peace of mind. And we know that that is rooted in Christ. So I thought that was really interesting. And I want that hopefully to resonate with you this week that as you going out and you going to work and you're securing the bag and you making money moves and you're doing all these things, which, I'm, you know, in and of itself is not bad. It's not wrong. Remember that you need to secure peace of mind first. Okay. Because you can be rich and chaotic. We all know people who be like, ooh, you got a lot of money, but child, your life is drama. I don't want no parts of it. And then some people who may not have a lot of money, they are rich in other things. And it's a balance, you know. I like money. I like to shop. But I will also work really hard at peace of mind. So there's a little tidbit takeaway for you. So before I actually pray, I do want to read uh, Micah 7, 7 in different translations. If you are not driving or if you can pull out your Bible or go to BibleHub.com and read along with me, that may be helpful. So the New International Version says, But as for me, I watch in hope for the Lord. I wait for God, my Savior. My God will hear me. That's the New International. The New Living says, As for me, I look to the Lord for help. I wait confidently for God to save me, and my God will certainly hear me. So those seem really different, right? For me, I'm like, mm, those don't really seem like they're saying the same thing. And that helps me get, get a more understanding and know that words are translated really differently. So let's go to the next one, English Standard Version. But as for me, I will look to the Lord. I will wait for God of my salvation. My God will hear me. So the New Living and English Standard seem very similar. Berin Study Bible says, but as for me, I will look to the Lord. I will wait for my God of my salvation. My God will hear me. Okay, so those three are kind of saying the same thing. So I'll just read. I mean, it's literally like 25, um, but I'll read two more. Um, the King James says, which is the one I kind of create as the standard. I don't know if any pastors or biblical scholars um, think that the King James may not be the standard, the one to hold above all others. If there's a dispute, then let me know a better way of doing it. Maybe in our Instagram at the prayer podcast or leaving a review. I'll be happy to learn. I'm here to learn just as much as anybody else. But King James says, therefore, I will look unto the Lord. I will wait for the Lord of my salvation. My God will hear me. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. So the King James kind of gave me more of an understanding about the first one, the new international version. Okay, that's good. And the last one I would say is the New American Standard Bible. But as for me, I will watch expectantly for the Lord. I will wait for the God of my salvation. My God will hear me. So that one added the word expectantly, which I kind of like that too. So I'm just going to kind of meld all these together in my prayer. If you liked one over the other, that may give you a good way of gauging which translation you like more. Um, over the other but it's always just nice to hear in different voices and tones so here we are but as for me god this verse no matter the different translations that we read they all started with some form of but as for me and that is really powerful god because it reminds us that this is a personal relationship this is you're not the god of my mama you're not, or not just the God of my mama. You're not just the God of my spouse or my kids or my community or my friends. Or I just believe in God because everybody else believes in God. But you really stress that it is a personal relationship that we can't get into heaven off the plug or off the word of another or off the strength of faith 
of somebody who we love. Nobody can carry us, but we have to carry ourselves. Self-sufficiency, independence, self-love, self-worth. Christianity is such an interdependent religion that we talk to one another and we uplift one another and we overcome by the word and we are called to discipleship and to go out and all these other phrases and community is important community is valuable community is what God holds near and dear but let us not lose individuality and independence and self in the hustle and bustle of community remind us that every day we individually a person of one are choosing you and people can take everything from you they can take your freedom they can take your money they can take your family they can take all the things but what they can't take is what's in your head and you can sit in a room by yourself but if you think on the things but ask for me that that mentality that mindset that's what people have been trying to figure out how to control for centuries. We believe that God is in control of our mind. So God, there's somebody listening right here who feel like they're trapped in their own life. They're trapped in their own body. They're trapped in their own situation and circumstance. They're trapped in the fact that they don't have anybody to talk to about it. They have to put on a brave face, that they don't know where to move. They feel stagnant. They're trapped in something. They feel that. But Lord, let them know that the ask for me means that that's of ask for my mind, ask for the way I think. Ask for my, my mindset. Ask for me. I will look to the Lord. Now look is not the visual representation of look. Although we believe looking to the hills. Looking up. The, the acts of looking with our natural eyes upward. Does something to our spirit. Because we know that you ascended. And you use words that remind us that you are above us. And you have raised. And so we appreciate that. But when when we say, God, that we will look, that means that we will envision, that we will see spiritually, that we will have a futuristic mindset. I like the one that talks about that we will look expectantly, meaning that we will have hope in the future, which again ties to the first one where I will watch in hope. I will watch in hope for the Lord. Watch in hope. I will watch expectantly. I will look. That's all in our minds. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for that revelation that is not always about the act, but it's about our mind. Lord, in 2019, help us get our minds together. Let us get our mind right. But as for me, that is making a firm stance decision, meaning no matter what nobody else thinks. Or as a stylist and somebody who loves clothes, it's really interesting for me for people's identity and things that they like and things they feel comfortable with and things they wear specifically and the way they dress and the way they think about themselves is so intertwined with other people. I like this dress, but people are going to think I'm trying too hard. This kind of cute, but nobody else in my friend circle really dresses like this. I like this dress, I like this outfit, but where I'm going, nobody else going to be dressed like this. It's all about the other. But Micah reminds us that it's not about the other. That Christianity tells us not only are we in community, but the mentality of ourself, but as for me, is so important to God. And we don't want to lose that. Before we check other people and save other people and give tough love to other people and the lowest said this about your life, help us to get back to the and ask for me. 
And people say me and mine, me and they, they, they really say me and mine, but what they really mean is that they controlling their family, their unit, the people around them. Mm-mm. Micah doesn't say, and as for me and my house, he says that somewhere else in the Bible. But right here he says, and as for me. So if my spouse turns their back on you, if my children turn away from you, as for me, I will watch and hope. I will wait expectantly. I will keep my mind looking forward to what God has promised to do. I will watch for the Lord. I will wait for God, my Savior. Wait. Wait. That word, God, is four letters, but it's heavy. The older you get, the more you understand the wait. Life feels like it's hurry up and wait. That you waiting to die. That you can't see what you're waiting for. Like the weight is heavy, God. The W-A-I-T has a heavy W-E-I-G-H-T. Weight. The weight, the weight, the weight. God, that's so, help me, God, understand that. Unpack the weight, the weight, yes. That. I will wait for the God of my salvation. Now, that tells us that we're not waiting on a man to change. We're not waiting on our situation. We're not waiting to get promoted. We're not waiting, 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 waiting for somebody or something. No. I'm waiting on one thing and one thing only and one person and one person only. The God of my salvation. So if you are not the God of my salvation, I'm not waiting on you. You do what you do. If what you do aligns with what God is doing in my life, cool. If it doesn't, fine. Whatever. Because I'm not waiting on you to love me. I'm not waiting on you to appreciate me. I'm not waiting on you to see me. I'm not, I'm not waiting on that. God, help us in 2019 not to wait on anything other than the God of our salvation. Because when the God of our salvation tells us to move, if everybody else ain't with me, we're going to be like Lot family. We're going to keep it moving. We're going to be like, you know, Noah and the ark. If you ain't, listen, you don't believe this is going to come. God told me in this ark we about to ride out today. If you ain't on the ark, you gone, sister and brother. But I'm not waiting any longer on anybody else if God told me to move. And the contrary that I'm not moving if God told me to wait. It's time for you to start your business. Oh, 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 it's time for you to make money moves. Oh, 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 it's time for you to quit your job. Nine to fives are for suckers. Blah, blah, blah. I'm not moving. It's time for y'all to get married. Y'all been dating two and a half years. You've been dating two days and 25 cents worth of time. I'm not moving. I'm waiting on God. You need to buy a new car. Your car beat up. It's time for you to buy a house. You've been living in an apartment for five years. I'm not moving. I'm waiting. On the God of my salvation. So if the God of my salvation has not given me the okay to go, I'm not going. Girl, you don't love him no more. Time to get divorced. I'm waiting on the God of my salvation to give me clarity on our next move. I don't move anymore because of the thoughts, actions, feelings, advice of other people. Let me even get that straight, Lord. Help me not to move on the thoughts, feelings, advice, opinions of myself. I'm ready to move to New York. I just, I want to be a, 
or I want to live close to home. I want to play a small. I want to forever be a country girl. I'm moving when God says move, and I'm waiting if he ain't said it yet. Micah 7-7, as for me, my personal relationship to God, I watch in hope expectantly knowing that God is not a God that he shall lie and that he will come and he will fulfill, that's the word, thank you God, fulfill the promises to me. I will wait, meaning I will not move, I will not sway, I will not not to say I won't question, because I want some clarity, Jesus, but I will not take a step. I will not change directions, but I will wait for the God, my Savior, the God of my salvation. My God will hear me. That's good, Holy Spirit. Let's, let's sit right there, God. Now, the idea of waiting and God hearing us is in one sentence. What does that mean? The notion of don't question God, don't ask questions, don't, that's not of God. Because if we didn't question God, then he would have nothing to hear, right? He will hear me. He will hear my heart's cry. He will hear my discontent. He will hear my misunderstanding. He will hear my, what, what is going on? That's that right there, that thing. He hears that. He will hear me. He will hear me and I will wait. So I can talk and I can be immovable at the same time. He will hear me. So, honey, listen. Go into your room and tell God, Lord, this hurts. This is upsetting. I don't know what's going on here. I'm confused about this. I tried this. This didn't work. Why I'm supposed to get wet? Talk to the, God, the Lord. You're a God of your salvation. Talk to the one who loves you enough to die on the cross before you were born. And you're not going to talk to him? He did all this and you're going to be like, oh, okay. You're not going to get clarity from him? You're not going to get understanding from him? You're not going to say, God, I want to be pleasing to you, but I want to do it in intellect and wisdom and knowledge and fullness of thought? God did all that so you can be a robot? He could have made us robots from day one. He could snap his fingers and we can worship him if we want to or not. Because he is that God. He created us. He is in control of all things. He wants a relationship with us. He wants us to talk. And the Bible promises to Michael that he will certainly hear me. God, I thank you for the, the possessiveness of my God. You are my God. Yes, you could be his God and her God and they God. But what I know for sure, you are my God. My mom has three kids, and I love my brother and sister, but in certain times, I'm like, uh-uh, this is my mama. Because the things that my brother need and the things that my sister need and the things that I need are competing, and my mama is one person. But there are times in my life where I have to remind myself, I know they got needs and she care about them, but this is my mama. So I will not be ashamed or frustrated or shy to go to my mama and talk to her. And guess what I know for a fact? That my mama will hear me. God, let me have that same boldness in my relationship with you. And God, for people who don't have good relationships with their parents, their friends, their spouses, let them learn from their relationship with you. That you are my God, my Savior, my salvation, and you will certainly hear me. 
Again, but as for me, I look to the Lord for help. I wait confidently for God to save me. The God of my salvation and my God will certainly hear me. God has so much to unpack there, but I thank you, God, that you gave us Micah seven seven and Micah, excuse me, seven seven. And as we think on it, as we pray through it, as we mull over it this week, because we know this is a Monday to Sunday word that we can listen to and it would pierce our heart all week and we can get revelations from it. You will show us exactly what you want us to know personally. How we can change our mindset. How we can have a relationship with you that is not general but it's personal, it's possessive, it's mine. How we can have a mind that looks forward to Christ. That we expect, that we wait confidently, God. That we can be secure in the wait. That we can know that because you saved us, the wait is not going to hurt us. It's for our good. It's so interesting that you say, I will wait on the God, my Savior. The God of my salvation because you're reminding us that you gave it all for us. So why is the weight to harm us? You die for us, but all of a sudden the weight is to hurt us. No, that because you love us enough to give us salvation, to give us eternal life with you, to give us a life that is pleasing to you, to give us the covering of Christ, that the weight is aligned with the salvation, with the Savior, with the giving of good gifts. And that if we were confused, that the weight, and sometimes, frankly, God, your silence in that way, if we being real honest, that we waiting and we talking, and we don't know if you hearing us or not, because you ain't saying nothing back. I don't hear no signs. I didn't, Lord, a tree might have fell in the forest, but I ain't hear it. I wanted to hear a pin drop, or somebody clap two times, or somebody say the word, thou art well. Or, I needed something, Jesus, and you ain't give me nothing. After I had this long conversation with you, this long release, and it's silent, dead silent, not even a peep. I don't have a, a burning bush. I don't have a dove. I don't have a ram. I ain't got nothing. It's just quiet. But you said, in that wait, I will speak to the Lord, and he will hear me. Confident. Actual, factual, no questions, period, point to the blank. Okay, it's it, it's done, it's finished. I thank you for that confidence and that I will rise up in the fullness of the confidence that I know you will hear me, in the fullness of the confidence that my mindset can be changed, in the fullness of the confidence that I look for in hope earnestly and confidently, in the fullness of the confidence that I know that I can wait. I can sustain the weight, the weight of purity, the weight of absence, the weight of forgiveness, the weight of time, the weight of being barren, the weight of not um, producing the business, the weight of whatever we're waiting to do, the weight of healing, the weight of restored relationships, the weight of clarity and purpose, Lord, the weight of their spouse being away overseas in Afghanistan and serving our country or doing whatever that the weight feels like in their life. The weight of the book, the weight of the new job, it all is like a weight. Life is a big, long waiting room, okay? And we in it. And just like when you go to the doctor and you feel like you're supposed to have gotten seen 15 minutes ago, you're like, um, hello, I'm tired of waiting. That's our story, God, that we're tired of waiting, but you are going to help us in that weight. Because we're waiting for the God of our salvation. And we know that if you did all that for us in our salvation, that the wait is only to help us as well. And that in the wait, you will hear us. 
in the weight you will hear us, in the weight you will hear us, in the weight, God, you hear us. In the wait for a husband, you hear us. In the wait for children, you hear us. In the wait for clarity, you hear us. In the wait for freedom, God, you hear us. In the wait for mental health issues to subside and go away and die, you hear us. In the wait of physical um, health issues, you hear us. In the wait of of a new car, you hear us. In the wait of our kids coming back to Christ, you hear us. In the rate of us trying to be in rehabilitation for uh, addiction or some kind of sexual immorality or me- medical, not medical, but, um, you know, addicted to different drugs or prescription pills, what I'm trying to say, prescription pills or whatever we're waiting on, you hear us. The weight of being over a past relationship, you hear us. The weight of, of being done with school, you hear us. The wait, the wait, the wait. You hear us. We're grateful for that, God. I want that to sink in, that you hear us. You hear us. You hear us. I haven't promised anything going to happen. I haven't promised they're going to be rich. I haven't promised they're going to be healed. But I promise that he hears us. And how can I promise that? Micah 7, 7 told me so. That's all I know. I have faith on that. Expectation in that. Confidence in that. Hope in that. I'm grateful for you giving us your word, God. We thank you that whoever is listening today, they will hear your word and they will stand on your word. And know that it is a real, true, and living thing and it will come to pass in our lives. We thank you for it today in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, family. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Prayer Podcast. I don't know why I did that. It felt right, but it felt right. It felt right. The prayer podcast. I should have been a singer. Do y'all think I missed my gift or no? I don't, I don't know. You know, if I had Whitney Houston voice, I would be singing this podcast. Okay. <laughs> anyway, family, two things. Really three. Firstly, go ahead right now, right now, right now. Go to Instagram and follow us at the prayer podcast and leave us a comment or a like or DM me or wherever. I just want to make sure that. Do a little check-in with us to make sure we're doing good. So follow us on the Instagram. Secondly, remember that if you feel like there's not a soul in this world praying for you, which I know is not true, but if that's how you feel, I honor your feelings. But I want you to know, here's a fact, that me, us, we at the Prayer Podcast are over here praying for you. So if you want me to lift your name up specifically, go ahead and shoot me a DM on Instagram, and I'll be happy to do that. And lastly, remember that obedience is God's love language. So whatever he's asking you to do, go ahead and do it. You want people who love you to speak your love language and show their love for you in physical touch or gifts or quality time and those those five things. But I know for a fact, obedience is God's love language. So let's show him we love him by obeying. It's not easy, but it's worth it. Until next week, friends and family, I will talk to you guys soon. Bye.